Hi everyone, this is Olivia, and I want to welcome you to a new episode of Soaking in the Sunlight. I'm a 26-year-old in love with Jesus Christ, and I want everybody to come to know Christ and love him as well. And today, I want to talk on the topic of there's got to be something more than this. Um, I was inspired um, by recently by listening to um, a gospel singer that's out there. Um, young guy and um, he was sharing how you know uh, there can be inconsistencies in some Christians lives where they go to church they do all these things for the church but then they aren't living what they're saying that they believe in you know they aren't living for God and he didn't go into detail but you know a lot of people may say the scripture be holy for I am holy but then they won't live it. They won't make any attempts to live to live it out. You know, they won't ask God and say, hey, I'm struggling with something. You know, forgive me, cleanse me, God. I want to live holy and be holy like you. They'll just say, oh, I'm fine where I am. And that's that, you know. And in the Christian life, it requires us always to be humble before God and say, hey, you know, Lord, you know, search me. When you find anything in my life that's not like you, please take it out of me because I want to live for you. I want to always be as close as possible to you. I don't want anything between me and you. So I don't want sin in my life, you know, and even in the things that I don't understand or things that I may not even know about, things that I'm unknowingly doing, like, Lord, you know, show it to me, reveal it to me. Take it out of me, God, and thank you, Lord, for transforming my character, my attitude, my actions, the way I think, the way I dress, the way I speak. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. Thank you for sanctifying me where um, I'm set apart for you, where I'm made holy because of you in my life and you transforming my life. You know, the Bible talks about in Romans 12 and 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And that's something that God wants us all to do. You know, um, it's not just something that is meant for the clergy, meant for, you know, the preachers and the ministers and the pastors and bishops, you know, and deacons. No, it's meant for everyone that says to God, you know, I repent of my sins. I choose to follow you and live for you for the rest of my life. That scripture is for everybody, you know. Um, and the scripture goes on to say, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God will transform our minds, you know, he will renew our minds the way that we used to think that will go away even after we get saved. And there's still some things that might be lingering in our minds, things that we may think about, things that um, attitudes, mindsets that we may have that aren't godly. God will also cause that to fade away as well as we continue to focus on him, as we continue to seek to get closer to him, as we continue to say to God, God, I need your help. Cleanse my mind. Thank you, Lord, for guiding me and keeping me. I thank you, Lord. You said that 
will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. So God, I trust in you and God, um, I keep my mind fixed on you and I know you will do the rest. I know that you will transform, that you will renew my mind and that my mind will be fixed on you and that you will give me direction and guidance that you will give me that I have the mind of Christ because of you Lord in my life it's nothing that I've done but something that you've given me the mind of Christ so that I can see you and everything and that I won't deviate from the holy mind that you have called me to have and that is for every believer And I know personally, you know, God has set me free in my mind in, you know, a way that I can't even describe. I know it's God that has set me free from different thoughts that would try to uh, uh, come into my mind, you know, try to corrupt my mind, try to change my character. But I know that God has been the one keeping me all throughout the times that I was attacked. I know that he is the one that knew that the enemy would attack me in that way. God was the one that gave me that protection in the first place, that he was the one that uh, gave that permission to the enemy in the first place. And when it happened, God knew that I would be able to handle it because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And And when I talk about he, I'm talking about Jesus Christ living in me because I'm a child of God. And child of God out there, I don't know what you're facing against. I don't know whether you're being attacked in your mind, in your home, physically, mentally, emotionally. You know, school is, uh, some of you are probably already in school. Some of you are about to go to school. You know, uh, you might be getting persecuted by classmates, by teachers. You might feel pressured by conforming to what this world is saying you need to conform to, whether it be uh, conforming to um, acceptance of the LGBTQ community or whether acceptance of sin in general, uh, things that you know that aren't godly, but people in the world want you to conform to that. And people may want us to conform to different trends that we see on social media, whether it be from TikTok, Instagram, or whatever social media platform that you may prefer, you know, uh, just uh, conforming to different ideas that are out there, whether it be atheism, astrology, evolution, Whatever it may be, God doesn't want us to conform to the world. But like the scripture says, he wants us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. That we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so I want to loop back to what this young man was speaking on when he was talking about there's got to be something more than this you know uh he uh alluded to just some of just kind of referenced the hypocrisy that can go on in church and i do want to add a little note here yes there can be hypocrisy in the church but there's also hypocrisy in the world as well so please i'm begging you out there you might be listening to this and might be like oh You know, the church is full of hypocrites and everything, but there are also hypocrites outside of the church as well. And like, you don't want to miss out on God because you felt like 
there were a bunch of hypocrites in church where the church is the place for Christians to get closer to God and for them to fellowship with each other and everything like that and to build each other up. Um, and so you don't want to miss out and then miss out on God, go to hell and then end up with the hypocrites you tried to avoid at church, you know? So I, I do want to add that in there. Um, so if you, if that's something you're struggling with, I pray that God speaks to your heart even right now and that, you know, just realize that, Hey, like you, you need to go to church, you know, regardless of who was there. And I pray that you find a Bible believing, um, holiness church that speaks the truth and, um, will help you, um, develop in your relationship with God. All right. So back to the story. Um, and this young man was, you know, talking about the hypocrisy and everything. And he uh, was just saying that, um, you know, like, I, he felt that his, at one point, his personal travels and everything around the country, because he's a gospel singer, was becoming a burden. And he was just speaking to how um, he mentioned some other things, but he said there's got to be something more than this, more to than just shouting at church, you know, and this is what I'm adding here. There's got to be something more than just shouting at church or just, uh, you know, g- going and singing along with the worship songs, um, just listening, you know, passively listening to what the preacher has to say and then going home there. And I know uh, someone might be questioning, you know, there's got to be something more than this. And my answer to you, yes, there is. You might be listening to this right now and might be like, wow, there's got to be something more than just simply church attendance. And you're right. There is a um, requirement for Christians to get closer to God outside of church. Church is a component of building our relationship with God but shouting dancing in church you know as the Holy Spirit you know uh, touches your heart and everything you know isn't necessarily gonna um that's not gonna cut the cheese as my co-worker would say at one point that's not gonna be the substance of your relationship with God it's gonna be the times when you say okay Lord I want to pray you know, um, it's going to be like, okay, Lord, I'm going to pray right now, although I may not feel like I want to pray. You know, it, it's going to be, you know, I'm going to turn my plate down. I'm going to fast and pray and seek God's face. It's going to be, okay, Lord, I'm going to read my Bible. You know, um, I may be struggling with something, so I'm going to go on the pages of your word to uh, have that comfort, to have that strength, to um, get that answer from you because I know you're the one with all the answers, with whatever situation, with whatever questions that I may have in life. You know, that is what is going to build our relationship with God, not just simply saying, I'm going to sing some songs at church and then listen to the preacher and that's it. No, it's more than that. And so, you know, um, I I just want to encourage you out there that we should always want more of God, no matter what. And we shouldn't feel like, oh, this is just for my pastor, this is just for the ministers, the 
deacons, like I mentioned earlier, but this applies to every believer in Christ. Second Peter 3 and 18, as you know, it's one of my favorite scriptures to use on this podcast, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. And so God wants us to grow in him. And the only way to do that is to really seek after him and to say, you know what, Lord, I want more of you, you know, uh, even in the areas that I might be slacking in, Lord, help me. You know, I realize that there are areas in my life that I slack in, and I'm like, God, you know, please help me, <laughs> you know? So with that, you know, as we continue to grow in him and seek him, he will give us the direction and guidance that we need. And he'll equip us. Um, he'll just equip us for life in general. And right here, I just want to emphasize um, the point of holiness here. God talks about us being holy, um, set apart, pure, sanctified for him in both the Old and New Testament. In Leviticus 20, verse 7 through 8, it says, Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. And ye shall keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord which sanctify you. And then in 1 Peter 1 verse 15 to 16 it says but as he which hath called you is holy so be holy in all manner of conversation because it is written be holy for i am holy and so you know it's not just something that was meant for old testament or people in new testament times it's for us right now here today and people in your home may be saying oh it doesn't take all that you don't need to do all these things you don't need to um listen to all the rules that are in the bible you can just listen to some here and there you know you might even be hearing that from some people at your churches and you know sometimes we may fall and listen to the message of oh just be a good person and everything will be okay but god wants more than that and you might be listening to this message right now and you might be like okay um you know i've also been questioning like there's got to be something more than this and you may not even have a relationship with God but I want to extend an invitation to you to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and he rose again three days later from death and he now wants to have a relationship with each and every person on this planet You know, the Bible says God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Sin uh, separates us from God. And Jesus had to die on the cross so that we could have that opportunity to be um, cleansed from our sin and, and, and also have that opportunity to have that relationship with God. The Bible talks about, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This is from John chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. 
And so if you're wondering, there's got to be something more than this, you know, something more than the religion I'm in, I'm in or something more than uh, this life that I'm living, something more than the sin that I'm in, something more than the addictions that I'm in, something more than, you know, just all the things that are around me, you know, something more than all my hobbies and my interests and talents, you know, Jesus is that more. And Jesus loves you and he died for you so that you could uh, be redeemed and no longer have to live in sin and have that relationship with God and go to heaven. You don't have to die in your sins and go to hell. You can be redeemed and end up in heaven with the Lord. And so if you want that, I can pray with you right now. You know, it's a simple prayer that you can repeat. And of course, it's a prayer that you pray sincerely, you have meaning to it, where you ask God um, to forgive you of your sins, where you say, Lord, I repent, meaning that you're going to turn away from your sins. You have every intention and desire and determination to say, Lord, I'm going to turn away from my sins starting here and right now. And so, um, and you ask the Lord to come into your heart, into your life and to save you and God will change your desires uh, where you no longer want to sin, where you no longer want to do the old things that you've done, where you no longer want to go to the bar, um, party, you know, listen to secular music, you know, uh, uh, want to, you know, just do all of these types of things that um, once upon a time separated you from God. And you might be like, Olivia, I've never done any of that stuff. I'm a good person. You know, I don't bother anybody. You know, I I consider myself, you know, fairly good person. You know, I I don't do anything. And so with that, I just want to share that in Psalms 51 and 5, it says, Behold, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. And so iniquity is sin. So we've all been born into sin, you know, and all have fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible says in Romans 3 verse 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And so, you know, we need Jesus Christ. There's no other way to get to heaven without him. You know, there's no other way to discover, you know, the more to life, the more to than uh, just simply going to church, the more than, you know, uh, the religion you might be involved with. You know, there's no other way to figure that out unless you have Jesus Christ in your life. And so with that, I want to extend this opportunity to you to accept Jesus Christ into your heart. Know that Jesus loves you and that when you pray this simple prayer, know that Jesus uh, will hear you and that he will come into your life and just make you a brand new creature. And it starts right now if you pray this prayer. Sincerely. So repeat after me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Save me. I am a sinner and I am in need of your salvation. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Jesus, I believe that you are Lord and that you are God. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and that God raised you up again on the third day. And I believe that you are coming back soon. Lord Jesus, 
Please fill me with your precious Holy Ghost. And I will live for you one day at a time through your power and through your grace. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer, I'm really excited for you because now you are part of the body of Christ. You are saved and you are a child of God. And I just want to uh, kind of give you a few pieces to help you on your new relationship with Jesus Christ. So the first thing is prayer. You know, always pray to God. The Bible says pray without ceasing. So, you know, reach out to the Lord, have a conversation with him. Um, don't worry about how it sounds. You know, it can um, just be simply, you know, uh, how I'm talking with you now or when you have a conversation with somebody. You're just having a conversation with God. You know, as long as the prayer is sincere, you know, that's all you need because God knows what you need. Um, during that prayer, you can uh, praise him, uh, let him know how much you love him. You know, ask for forgiveness um, of any sins you might have committed. Um, ask, um, you know, you can ask him for different things um, and just thank him for doing it, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's just one thing. And then uh, going to church. So finding a Bible-believing church and attending and going there. Um, I'll have some links in the description for some churches that you can either watch online or attend if you're actually um, going to be there in person. Um, if you're a local, of course. Um, but I highly recommend that you actually go to a physical church um, because there you'll be able to actually grow and um, be pastored um, by the pastor in terms of, you know, receiving um, godly counsel on what to do in life and everything like that. Um, and also fellowshipping with other believers because that will also encourage you and empower you. Okay, and then also um, the third thing is fasting. So you might hear about people fasting for dietary purposes, um, but there's also fasting when it comes to um, getting closer to God. So you say, okay, I'm gonna let go of a meal or two or three, you know, um, and I'm also going to use this time to pray to the Lord, um, to reach out to him, to read my Bible. And, you know, when we fast and pray, that's when we're able to get stronger in the Lord and be able to hear from him more clearly. And then, uh, the fourth thing is to read your Bible. Um, so when you read your Bible, you're actually re reading God's word. That's God's word right there. So you're able to hear from God by simply reading his word, meditating on his word, studying his word. Um, and so in the uh, description, in the show notes, I'll have um, a link to uh, an online Bible, um, but also you can order a Bible online. All right, so those are the four main things. And um, I'll have some of the resources that I mentioned in the description. And I just pray that the Lord helps you as you um, continue to seek him, as you decide to say, Lord, you know, I just want more of you, you know, and um, I pray that he'll continue to give you the guidance and the strength that you need 
um, for this Christian walk. And I pray that you do meet people wherever you are in this world that love him and that want more of him and that, you know, regardless of whether you do this walk alone or with people, that if you are with people, that those people are also determined to live for Christ no matter what. And even if you're, if, even if you're alone, I just pray that God gives you the strength and the grace um, to bear whatever you're going through and that God will continue to give you power and strength every day to live for him no matter what. And before I head off today, I just want to pray with you all real quick. So, Lord God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time that I get to um, pray and to reach out to those, you know, to whoever's listening right now, God. I pray that you would empower them and encourage them, Lord. Speak to their hearts, God. No matter how they're feeling, no matter what they're going through, God, I pray that you will lift them up, God. For those who are uh, new in Christ, for those who just got saved, God, I pray that you would encourage them, Lord. Let them know that they need you and you only to make it in this life, God. I thank you, Lord, for your power and your might, God. I thank you, Jesus, for your strength, God. Um, the strength that you will give them in order to make it in this life, God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for all that you've done, all you continue to do. And God, I pray that you would just help those, God, who feel discouraged, Lord. Lift them up, God. Encourage them, Lord. I thank you, God, and let them always soak in your sunlight, God, through your word, through prayer, through um, fasting and just reaching out to you, Lord. Um, I thank you, God. I bless your name. I thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Awesome. So I pray that um, you have a great day and that you remember to be encouraged and stay encouraged and to always soak in the sunlight because Jesus is the light. Love you all. Have a blessed day. God bless. Bye.